you're tuned in to Good Morning Aurora, the newest and coolest podcast ever. today it is june 18th 2020 and the time is now 8:01 a.m hope that you guys are all good out there and resting well and doing well and feeling well and feeling great on this wonderful thursday morning the temperature is 71 degrees it's nice and sunny outside it's a beautiful sunshiny day uh, here in downtown aurora coming to you live from gremlin studios shout out to the whole squad NTE behind the boards, my main man Nick, uh, and we are Good Morning Aurora, bringing you, or rather Aurora's first podcast for local news, uh, culture, arts, food, all that good stuff, information, and some national headlines as well. This podcast serves two purposes. The first is to highlight social justice uh, and speak out on those issues that affect us as a community as a whole. And the second is speaking up for the underserved. That is our veterans, our seniors, our undocumented population, and members of our LGBT community as well. So we got a lot to talk about and go through uh, in a short amount of time because at 8.30 a.m. we have... Gio Rodriguez from Pre-Mill uh, sitting down with us for an interview this morning. We're going to talk uh, all about Pre-Mill, get to know uh, all about it as much detail as possible, and also talk to Gio about uh, life, what's going on in our current times, in our city, uh, in our state, and as a country as a whole. Um, so you know how we do with these interviews, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we go all in, you know what I'm saying? So we talk about uh, businesses, things like that. We speak to businesses and business owners. Uh, he is one of the owners of Pre-Mill at 46 West New York Street. So, yeah, we'll get to learn about that and chop up life. You know how we do here on Good Morning Aurora. So a lot to go over today. Let's dig in. Uh, every Tuesday and Thursday until August 6th, there are free meals for youth, 18 years of age and under. Uh, the city of Aurora and Aurora area schools have come together to provide these meals uh, at various locations throughout the city, mostly at schools, uh, middle school sites for pickup and, you know, drive up, pick up with your family, kids and all that. Uh, but there are a couple that are taking place at Aurora area parks as well. So if you go to the Facebook page for the city of Aurora, um, you can check out all of the associated locations where the food is uh, happening at, the free meals are happening at on that page. Uh, they provide links. So shout out to District 131, shout out to District 129, shout out to District 204, any district that I've missed, shout out to you too. Uh, and that's a beautiful thing. Fight hunger insecurity. Uh, one of the best ways to help people and help families and help ourselves as a community is to make sure that people can eat. Uh, Blues on the Fox online streaming event that is taking place on the Facebook page for 
the venue. Um, the venue, for those of you guys who do not know, is, as it sounds, an outdoor seating venue. Uh, it's all located on Broadway, right across the street from the Neighbor Project, uh, 21 South Broadway to be exact. Yeah, live music performance hall in downtown Aurora. Great place. Uh, and it's right where, so it's on Broadway, and there's the park. And then back there is the Water Street Mall, which is, of course, as we know, adjacent to City Hall. But this is going to be an online streaming event. So uh, you need to go to their Facebook page. And, yeah, the last one that they just had was very good last weekend. And Friday the 19th, coming up here uh, tomorrow, is Toronzo Cannon at 8 p.m. And Saturday the 20th is Billy Branch at 8 p.m. So shout out to the venue. Uh, and follow them, like them, subscribe, hit them up, whatever you got to do on their Facebook page. Check them out. Really good place. Uh, we had the pleasure of uh, volunteering there for them, doing security one night. It was it was really good. It was really good. This is before Good Born Aurora, though, so that's old school. We'll, we'll chop that up another time, though. Uh, also want to give a, another reminder to you and a shout-out to the Sons of Ambets, Ambets Post 103, uh, 1194 Jericho Road. They have Rib Night Part 2 coming up this Saturday, the 27th. Uh, for $15, you get a half rack of ribs, you get baked beans, and you get coleslaw as well. Uh, all of the proceeds will go to benefit Aurora area veterans. Um, so this is a very good initiative. However, you must pre-order first. So you can do that by calling them up or you can go to the Facebook page, which I recommend. Go to their Facebook page, like them, follow them, whatever you got to do. And then one of their most recent posts, it's like two posts down, is about the Rib Night Part 2. So, yeah. And then, it, you know, click the link on the event post that they have, and it'll tell you all the details about pre-ordering your order. That's word up. Uh, so shout out to them. Shout out to Ambets Post 103. And shout out to all the veterans in Aurora and beyond. All right, so quick announcement. The time is now 8.07 a.m. Uh, good morning, Aurora. Tomorrow we'll be doing a History of Juneteenth uh, podcast and reading. We will be chopping it up with our brother Sal as well tomorrow to uh, check in on our Friday selves as we do. Um, so that's going to be taking place, but we will be going over the history of Juneteenth, uh, what that means exactly, what it has meant, and what its origins are. I'm, or rather, Good Morning Aurora is pleased to see that there is a tangible discussion taking place on making Juneteenth a federal holiday. And many companies have already uh, dedicated themselves to allowing employees to have tomorrow off um, in lieu of it being declared an actual paid federal holiday. Um, so good moves being made on that front and very good to see that uh, Juneteenth will be getting um, due recognition in regards to it being a recognized federal holiday. All right. So that's going to be tomorrow morning. All right. On this day in history, here's some, you know, because knowledge is power. And as we've also often told you, this is the wokest podcast on earth. But knowledge is power. We have been doing on this day in history. We've just recognized Tupac's birthday was the other day. Uh, so rest in peace, Pac. And we had it online, or rather, uh, uh, yeah, it was online. We had an online poll and questionnaire out there about what your favorite uh, Tupac album was. And we got some pretty good 
uh, responses. Shout out to Endure. And shout out to McCarty Mills and shout out to a couple other friends who uh, replied back. And it seems that Machiavelli was the album that won. Machiavelli got a lot of, most people seem to like Machiavelli. So I'm going to leave it on the decision that Machiavelli was the album that won. Uh, But on this day in history, on the 18th of June, uh, the War of 1812 began. Uh, President James Madison signed a declaration of war against Great Britain on this day, uh, beginning the the War of 1812, incensed by British restrictions on U.S. trade and America's desire to expand its territory, the United States took on the greatest naval power in the world at that time, Great Britain. It was mainly British attempts to restrict U.S. trade, the Royal Navy's impressment of American seamen, and America's desire to expand its territory, uh, preempting this war or, excuse me, causing this war. The United States suffered many costly defeats at the hands of the British, Canadian, and Native American troops over the course of the War of 1812, including the capture and burning of the nation's capital, Washington, D.C., in August 1814. Nonetheless, American troops were able to repulse British invasions in New York, Baltimore, and New Orleans, boosting national confidence and fostering a new spirit of patriotism. The ratification of the Treaty of Ghent on February 17, 1815, ended the war, but left many of the most contentious questions unresolved. Nonetheless, many in the United States celebrated the War of 1812 as a, quote, second war of independence, end quote, beginning an era of partisan agreement and national pride. Uh, For the interested reader seeking uh, further information, is encouraged to visit history.com. There is a very good um, article there. And you can also, there's a wonderful documentary. It's by the National G, or excuse me, it's by the Cato Institute, if I'm not mistaken. There's a great uh, documentary online highlighting the War of 1812. So I encourage you to check that out. Also on this day in history, very cool. uh, Today is the 200th and 50th anniversary of the Battle of Waterloo, which was the decisive battle that ended the Napoleonic Wars. It was most poignantly the the final defeat of Napoleon Bonaparte, who conquered much of Europe in the early 19th century. Napoleon rose through the ranks of the French army during the French Revolution, seized control of the French government in 1799, and became emperor in 1804. Through a series of wars, he expanded his empire across Western and Central Europe. The Battle of Waterloo, in which Napoleon's forces were defeated by the British and Prussians, marked the end of his reign and of France's domination in Europe. Salty. You want to know another fun fact? Um, So today is the 250th anniversary of the Battle of Waterloo, June 18th. But 250 years ago, June 18th was on a Sunday. Oh... The time is now 8.12 a.m., and you're tuning into Good Morning Aurora. Now, as you guys know, we do detail the um, daily COVID-19 totals. One of the things that, well, we had Wellness Wednesday yesterday, and as you guys know, Wellness Wednesday is dedicated to uh, mental and emotional health, strengthening uh, communication and dialogue and all of the things that can help us uh, better uh, help ourselves and propel our positivity 
uh, on a daily basis. So although Wellness Wednesdays happens only once a week, its theme and underlying message should resonate. Um, one of the things that we talked about on Wellness Wednesday with our friend Desiree Battaglia was what's called quarantine fatigue. Quarantine fatigue basically is, uh, and we linked a very good article on our Facebook page from CNN.com, so please go check that out. But what that details in a nutshell is that, you know, when, when COVID-19 happened and the whole quarantine lockdown and all that was going on, you know, people were diligent, most smart thinking people were diligent, you know, they stayed home, they quarantined, they socially distanced, they washed their hands and all that. They were more um, apt to err on the side of caution when deciding if they should do things like stand in the line of Dunkin' Donuts or Dairy Queen or, you know, sit at Nickeries and all that next to a guy with a red plaid checkered shirt, hair coming out the shirt because it's open and reeking of cigars. Um, but quarantine fatigue is... Uh, used to describe how people are a little bit more lax now, you know, they're, they're not really wearing a mask that much. If they leave the house, they would have to, ah, it's not a big deal. Um, you know, yeah, I just shook somebody's hand instead of like, you know, doing the elbow and all that, but yeah, am I going to wash my hands? Nah, I'm hungry. I'm going to go open this bag of chips. And um, people uh, are forgetting that not by and large, that we're st we are still in the uh, throes of a pandemic, COVID nineteen. So, on this show, we have been reading the daily, the COVID nineteen totals rather daily. Um, our information we get comes from cdc.gov. That is the website for Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, twenty four seven saving lives and protecting people. As of this moment. There are 2,132,321 total cases of COVID-19 in the United States of America with 116,862 total deaths. Now, that is an increase uh, compared to yesterday's data of 27,975 new cases and 722 new deaths. Uh, the information on CDC.gov is broken down at many aspects cases and deaths by jurisdiction you can enter in your state and they will show you cases and deaths by county new cases by day cases by age cases by race and ethnicity and uh, another shocking metric cases and deaths among healthcare personnel there are 78,609 cases among healthcare personnel in the United States of America and there have been 422 deaths among healthcare personnel uh, very sad indeed. The time is now 8.16 a.m. Um, saw very good. We're going uh, to get to, well, after we come back from our short break, before we speak to uh, Gio Rodriguez of Pre-Mill, what we're going to do is uh, detail an article that I saw that needs, a, uh, needs some rehashing. We shared it on our Twitter this morning, but, uh, you know, this, this we will make sure that this gets the grounds. Uh, but first, before we get to that, um, for you baseball fans out there, what we're seeing in the aftermath of the killing of George Floyd and our subsequent uh, unrest and, you know, division, contention, whatever you want to call it, social unrest, disharmony, whatever name you want to uh, ascribe to it, 
we are, in my personal opinion, seeing great things happen, like the removing of statues of people like Christopher Columbus and Andrew Jackson and Thomas Jefferson and Edward Coulson in Britain. And they're fighting for Winston Churchill. They're fighting. Oof, they are fighting for Winston. Oof, they don't want to let him go. They don't want to let Winston Churchill go in Britain. Shout out to those who are trying to make it happen. Uh, now, I, I, let me give a, let me plant a flag right here. While I will admit, uh, of course, that no other prime minister could have led the Brits to victory in World War II. And few human beings, either in the past or to come, will have the ability to garner individuals in the way that Winston Churchill did. He was a degenerate racist. Uh, the interested reader is encouraged to read his diaries when he was a cavalryman during the Boer War, another uh, interesting moment in history. But I digress. The Texas Rangers are under pressure to change their name and the statue inside of their main lobby at Love Field Airport uh, has been removed. So injustice and racism and its um, reverberations and its history have long been about in our country. We know that. But the, the uh, Texas Rangers have played a prominent role in many different ways uh, throughout the history of their founding uh, to stifle progress, social justice, and equality up to and including murder. Um, the injustices of the present are forcing a confrontation with our past, a past wreathed in nostalgia and myths that conceal grim realities. The Civil War ended 155 years ago, but only recently have Americans begun renouncing flags, statues, and monuments paying homage to Southern traitors. Other symbols of racist oppression are also under attack. Lately, the movement has gained momentum. A committee in the Republican-controlled U.S. Senate voted to strip the names of Confederate generals from Army bases. Protesters in Richmond, Virginia, pulled down statues of Jeff Jefferson Davis and Christopher Columbus. The city of Albuquerque, New Mexico, removed a statue of a Spanish conquistador. In Texas, the shift has put one of the world's most storied law enforcement agencies under harsh scrutiny. Dallas City and airport officials recently removed a statue that has stood at Love Field since 1962 of a Texas Ranger. We'll read more from this great article by a guy by, uh, by the name of Steve Chapman with the Tribune when we come back on Good Morning Aurora.
as we mentioned at 8.30, we got Gio Rodriguez from Pre-Mill coming on with us. But we have to uh, we have to finish what we were talking about. We have to finish our article about the Texas Rangers and the story of their history. When we talk about uh, moving forward, when we talk about the world that we want rather than the world that we currently have, one of the ways to do that is to highlight what has been wrong and not make those same mistakes again. There are those that believe that leaving a statue of a person who murdered immigrants would be a way to learn from our past and make sure that we don't do it again. But what about those who are the color of the murdered? Should they just endure with that kind of legacy? Or would it be better to remove that which offends them to build a society that's more equitable and just? Uh, speaking about the removal or uh, the removal of the statue of the Texas Ranger from the Dallas airport and changing the name of the Rangers. The legend, or excuse me, the Rangers have always been widely revered in the native state of the author, which is Texas. They learned they were fearless, fearless gardens. Blah, 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 blah. Messing it up. Remix. They learned that they were fearless guardians of civilization whose exploits went back to when settlers were fighting Comanche warriors. They were immortalized in Larry McNulty's novel Lonesome Dove. There was a TV series that starred Chuck Norris. The Major League Baseball team in Arlington is called the Texas Rangers. The, legend omit, the legends omit a lot of the reality. A magisterial new book by journalist Doug J. Swanson, Cult of Glory, the bold and brutal history of the Texas Rangers lays bare their long record of savagery, lawlessness, and racism. Quote, they burned peasant villages and slaughtered innocents, he writes. They committed war crimes. Their murders of Mexicans and Mexican-Americans made them as feared on the borders as the Ku Klux Klan in the South. End quote. A century ago, during the fighting that took place along the border during the Me uh, Mexican Revolution, blood flowed like the Rio Grande. Quote, the terms death squads and ethnic cleansing would not enter common usage for another 60 years or so. But that was what the Rangers were and what they did. Later, they were a bulwark acting to hold back racial equality. When black students tried to enroll in the segregated Texarkana Junior College in 1956, angry white people barred the way, hurling gravel and racial slurs and forcing the students to leave. The Rangers stood idly by. Uh, Steve Chapman is the author, and we linked to this on our Twitter, but we'll make sure to share this on our Facebook and Instagram so that you guys can read this. Uh, whether you are a person who believes statues should stay or if they should go, it is nonetheless worth reading what the Tex uh, Texas civil rights attorneys and others have long documented about the Texas Rangers. All right. Now, moving on. Did you know that there was a such thing in Aurora called study circles study circles were an initiative that took place where people of different backgrounds got together literally in circles as the name suggests and learned about each other's cultures now this is something that despite it being um, a very old and, and dated initiative uh, years ago actually its resurgence could perhaps be a way to foster a dialogue so badly needed in the city at this time. 
Uh, wonderful article we'll read from briefly. The time is now 8.27 a.m. Oh, what a difference a couple weeks can make. After a furlough that took me away from work, I'm now back at my desk and ready to write about a critical issue that did most of what or did, excuse me, that did what most of us thought was impossible, bump a pandemic from the headlines. Moving on, yet just as COVID-19 is still out there, complicated and chaotic, the outpouring of pent-up anger surrounding the horrific death of George Floyd under the knee of a Minneapolis police officer reminds us each and every one that, <clears throat> excuse me, racism is also an epidemic and many would argue spreading its ugly tentacles across our country, once referred to as the United States of America. Uh, this article is by a wonderful woman by the name of Denise Crosby, and she brought up uh, study circles. So this is important. Pay attention. Uh, now, aha, uh -huh, here we go. Racial tensions and calls for police reform are not new topics in this community, Aurora, by any means. In fact, back in 1998, the city paid good money to bring to Aurora a national program called Study Circles. It was an award-winning initiative that emphasized small group discussions which forced participants to look into each other's eyes and talk from the heart about their emotions and their experiences. This reminds me of something that the YWCA did as well. It was called Community Dialogues. It was held at the Aurora Public Library. Some of you out there might remember it. It was in about 2017, I believe. It was really a good initiative. And what happened was anybody could take part, but you had to commit to a uh, month-long program at which you uh, were, got a certificate at the end. Uh, that went on to then spawn a uh, community dialogue of a larger and broader scope featuring IMSA and the Kane County Sheriff at that time, who was Don Kramer. Uh, and I hadn't heard anything about something on that scale since then. So rather instead of reinventing the wheel, maybe the city of Aurora should just reinflate a tire that once carried us for a good distance as a city. The time is now 8.29 a.m. It's now 8.30 a.m. And we got Gio with us in the studio. Gio, Gio, good morning. Good morning, bro. Thanks for having me over. No doubt. How you feeling today? I'm feeling good, man. That's feeling good. Good. It's good. Been a good week. Thank you for coming on to the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, this is going to be all about pre-mill, okay? okay? We are going to speak to you, but we've got a, uh, a lot of questions to ask you. For the listeners who do not know who you are. Uh, tell us about yourself, where you're from, born and raised. Yeah. Um, my name is Gio Rodriguez. Um, I was born and raised in Aurora. And um, and actually, it was called Mercy at the time. It was a hospital. Okay. It's now called Presence, I believe, if right. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so I grew up um, all my life here. I lived a little bit of time in North Carolina as well, but uh, most of my time was here. Growing up, what impact did your mom have on your life? I mean, um, I mean, major impact. I mean, she was a, she was a single mom, you know, raising six kids. So, it was always like hustle mode for her, you know. Right. And um, and I just saw her, and she was she was such a hard worker. I mean, she was working two jobs at a time. So we kind of had to almost raise ourselves, but we also understood where she where she stood, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, you are the owner of Premill, mm -hmm. one of the owners of Premill. Correct. Um, now, for the listeners as well, the peace rally that yeah. happened, which has been about two weeks now. Yeah. You spoke at the peace rally. You were key and instrumental in organizing that, putting that together with uh, 
Miss Ro Roberts Roberson, Roberson actually, yeah. um, and that brought out a lot of the community. The mayor was there. Uh, Congressman Bill Foster was there. Yeah. A lot of good people were there. A lot of good voices. Oh yeah. Um, so that was a very good impact for the city. What should the next step be? There are steps that are still being taken. For sure. Um, what should the next step be for yeah. us as a city with the message, with that momentum from that day? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I'm not really um, sure on what exactly the next step should be. But I definitely, um, I believe in, you know, organizing and, and you know, just, I mean, to put in the metaphor of Primo, you know, Primo would not be where it's at if it wasn't for organization, right. for weekly meetings, for, I mean, for daily reminders with the team that you're working with, you know? Right. So it just needs to be organized. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm all for, for keeping, you know, um, seeing people as you know humans you know seeing people as like so um you know there's 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 sides to this and if we come to one side there would be a development you know because at the end of the day you got to work together to make change facts yeah that's very true oh, yeah. um so the peace rally produced uh the peace rally produced demands yeah or there were demands as well they were not met by the city um in, in brass tacks and broad terms, some have said that they were completely rejected, just not listened to. Yeah. Um, do you think that the city should have acquiesced or the demands should have been a little bit more stringent? Um, you know, I, I don't... That's... That's a tough question. I mean, now, mind you, let me yeah. say for the listeners as well, that's not a gotcha because there's a lot involved. There's legislation that has, you know, for there's sure. there's things, uh, Freedom of Information Act requests. Maybe they did back in the day. Maybe they didn't. There's a lot of moving parts to that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, one of the rebuttals from the city side was, you know, oh, we're already doing this. We're already doing that. So it would appear that they tried to have a an out, if you yeah. will. Yeah. Of not acquiescing. Yeah, um, you know what I'll say on that is I do, in my opinion, I do think um, you know the people um, have demands, you know, right? And you know, you know the city um, needs to understand that, you know that, you know they they do need the people, you know, but the people does need the city, you know. So right. it's like, so it's like just finding ways to meet in the middle. Middle, you know it. it you know, you can't really fight fire with fire. You have to kind of, and this is just my opinion. You know, that I, I'm, I'm not saying it's the right way, or the wrong way. I just believe in creating change. You have to work together to make that change. Sure. You know, and and yeah, I mean, that's that's what I'll say on that. Okay. Yeah. Um, we had other groups out there as well. Uh, we had Chicano and the Aurora Boxing Club were there. Yeah, we had members him. of uh, the art community, uh, the pride community, and everything. That was really nice to see. Uh, I think that when Aurora puts all these heads together, they come up with good things. Yeah. Um, is there more that the city could do for the groups to help them foster their dialogue? Yeah, I think, I mean, even uh, my boy Jordan and I were talking. I mean, he separate, came, separate from the demands part, you know. Yeah, 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 separate from all that. He he just came to me with an idea of just kind of like, you know, be, he, he loves the space, so he wanted to do something like where, like, you know, um, 
and it doesn't have to be at our location at all. I mean, he just came to me with the space, but he said, like, yo, there's there's a there's a lack of 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 dialogue between the people in the city. So it's like, let's uh, let's um, let's set up because uh, he was like, I don't know, I don't even know who my alderman is. I don't know, like, I don't even know who to talk to about this, right. this, that. You know, there has to be more of a of, of engagement. Like, people should not be separated from politics. People should should work with politics. And he was just saying, like, yo, like there has to be like maybe like a weekly, bi-weekly, even monthly event where where the people and, and you know, the politics can, can come together and kind of, like, express, you know, themselves. I mean, just like the census. I mean, the census is so important, you know, and I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not too big in politics. Um, I'm, I guess I'm trying to be more because I'm trying to understand it more. Um, it's just because I, it's good to be uh, informed on things. Um, but um, just like the census, I mean, people don't know what the census does. I mean, right. it's, it's going to lose... We're gonna lose millions of dollars if 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 the senses are not right. Know. It's like you think it's just some piece of paper. Oh yeah. No, fill him out. Like right. he is that that bad boy is you know to the listeners, the census is more important than you think. Oh yeah. And one of the reasons why people in power have always felt like well, that they, they're not filling out the census. Yeah. You're not filling out the census. What voice do you really have? Uh, well, it, yeah. that's a federal dollar yeah. voice. And, so. and see, I didn't even know too much about it. I mean, you, you're the one that mentioned it to yeah. me a while ago, and then it just got reminded to me. I mean, I filled it out when yep. you told me, by the way. Yep. Oh, I know you did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you was on it. You yeah. was on that. Um, but uh, uh, the state representative, uh, Barbara Hernandez, actually mm-hmm. just re-mentioned it to me, and she said, um, she said, like, it, uh, it, we're gonna, we'll lose funding for, like, the next 10 years. Yeah. So this affects not just you know, two or three years from now. I mean, I mean, this affects ten years. I mean, generations. That's that's. I mean, that's your kids. You know, that's your. You know, like so. Just. I mean, right. we, got, we got. I mean, there's power in the people, and 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 if we see that, I mean, we can create change. You know, um, the time is now eight thirty-seven a.m. Pre-mill. Yes, sir. Premature millionaires. Yep. The logo is fly as hell. <laughs> the wings and all that. Yeah. Um. Where did you come up with that name, Premill? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. I love that question. Um, so uh, I got another one after that too. Just in, in the same vein, though, in okay. the same vein. All right. So me and my uh, my boy Danny and other group of friends, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at the actually before even Premill was uh, an idea of iconic. It was called iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a brand. I knew I always wanted to start a brand. I always start. I always wanted to start a business, and I just didn't know exactly what I wanted. to to do right um and you know i was i was really into into clothes i was really into shoes i, I would collect sneakers and stuff mm-hmm. and um i was like well let me let me do something that's you know i can sell because i you know i was reading books and stuff like that and and just watching a bunch of like interviews and and, and i decided on clothing so i i came to a group of friends i'm like yo let's do something no one's doing no one's doing anything like if we don't do it now we're never gonna do it you know so like right so i i wasn't really sold on iconic so i you know i i huddled a group of friends we uh, met in my garage and I was lots like, of good ideas start in garages yeah, some of the I mean, best ideas in history oh yeah, disney, have started in garages yeah, disney yeah. apple um yeah yeah but um you know i was like all right i'm not sold on iconic Let's uh let's write down a list of 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 names that have to deal with like the hustle, you know. Right. So we started dealing. We started writing words like 
like, you know, motivation, you know, um, CEO, you know, right. like all that type of stuff, you know? Right. And, uh, you Flipping know, it a little bit, millions, like, you know, yeah, like, yeah. well, like, I don't want to, I don't want to be named millionaire. So I'm like, why not chase, you know, like the mindset of a premature millionaire, not a millionaire, but the mindset of like, I know I'm not a millionaire yet, but I'm on the journey to achieve that. It definitively incites when you hear it. Yeah. Progress and hustle pre mill. It's yep. not post mill. Correct. It's not maybe mill. <laughs> it's stating in there that we will get there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and it's just that belief is that belief is powerful. I mean, I really I'm really you know I I love the quote saying uh, whatever the mind of a man can conceive and believe it can achieve. Tore it up. So if if you believe it in your mind and then you go and pursue it, you know I believe you can achieve it. Whatever that goal is, you know. And if you want to win a championship, you know, you set out that goal of in the beginning of the season, you know, let's win a championship. Do we really believe we can do that? Do we really believe we have the tools? And if you do, you're going to win that championship. So that's, that's, that's that mindset I'm trying to create within the community because I do think there's, just like I said earlier, there's power in people and there's power in change. So if you can plant that seed that's like, yo, I'm a premature millionaire. He doesn't even have to be involved with us, but he's like, yo, I love their message. I love what they stand for. Um, he, he might not support, he might never come into the shop, but he's like, yo, I'm a premature miller. He'll say to himself. Word and, up, word and, up. And, and that, yeah. that sparks change, not just for him, but maybe his group of friends, maybe one day his kids. So that's, I love, I love the message and, and yeah. Yeah, no, I feel you. Yeah. Um, well, you actually beat me to my next question, which was what was the name that you came with before pre You said iconic. Iconic. Um, yeah. I, as an artist, so here's the thing. I, uh, I draw, that's my, that's my thing. Um, I believe as an artist that most people, before they settle on a name of something that they're comfortable with and the company starts booming, they've gone through the permutations of an idea or a concept a million times. Oh, yeah. So there's so many things that have been like, they was going to call it this, but they started calling but they came up with that. So that's why I was asking about uh, Premium, oh, yeah. but it was Iconic. Yeah. What was, did you have a logo for Iconic at that I, time? I did. I printed a bunch of shirts. I, I, I spent like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like a couple grand, honestly, um, and I, yeah, I didn't do anything with them. So that was that was disappointing at the time, you know. Right. But um, I read I once read this quote that says, um, "I'm sorry, I'm a quote man." Oh, I am but, too. <laughs> I am too. I am too. My favorite quote is, uh, uh, "My favorite quote is, uh, we will either find a way or we will make a way." By Hannibal Barca. I like that. I like that. We will find it. Or we will make it. That, that's premature million right there. Yeah, real sick. <laughs> <laughs> My guy. Um, but uh, the quote is, um, "How's it go? If you're if if you're not embarrassed by your first product, you started too late." Oh, I've, so oh, if you think can, about, you know, what I'm saying, like yes. even you know, like yes. if you're not embarrassed yes. by the quality of yes. your first mm-hmm. launch, whatever it is, maybe it's a podcast, maybe it's you know, t-shirt. Mm-hmm. It's if you're not embarrassed by it, you started too late. Start when the you know start right. when iron's hot. Start when you're you know when you have all this energy, all this emotion into this idea. Like, don't think about what people are gonna think. Don't think about you know what the world's gonna. Don't think about any none of, of that. Like, shit. Can I can I can <laughs> I afford like shit. just take that risk? Just know? go in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I saw it's funny on that. I saw a meme the other day. Uh, one of the homegirls posted it, and it was like, it was like. Even if you only got two likes on that shit, keep going. Oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was something of that, oh, something yeah. of that nature. Oh yeah. Um, tell our listeners where Premio is located, hours of operation, all that yeah, stuff. For sure, uh, we're located in uh, the heart of downtown Aurora, forty-six West New York Street, on the corner of uh, New York and River. 
Uh, right now we're open at 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. For now, we do like to change our hours and whatnot. But you know, we're we're there all the time. So like, if someone wants to just DM us and let us know, like, yo, I'm on my way to shop. Like, right. more than likely, we're there. Um, I mean, that's that's home, honestly. Uh, how many pre mill members are there? Um, well, everybody a, does something. Everybody does something. I mean, there's a core group. We're really just a, a big family, you know. Right. Um, you know, shout out my boy Danny. I mean, I couldn't do it without him. Um, and then uh, we have. Uh, I mean, I would say. I mean, it. it ra- I mean, it ranges from like seven to twelve people, you know. But it's, obviously, it's, y'all, y'all like a Latino mob deep kind yeah, of. Look. I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. And there's there's like people that just come in and kick it, and then they're right. just like throwing ideas somewhere. So it's really like. I, I don't really like to put a number on it to be sure. honest. When we know? talked about, yeah, yeah, we yeah. talked about that uh before. It's not a uh it's not a set thing. I yeah. asked that because uh like I also mentioned, there's a couple there's a few cats yeah. affiliated that you didn't uh introduce me to that, you know, shout out to the boy J V. Oh, I yeah. guess you know, yeah. he does good work with oh, videography yeah. and all that. He's yeah, he's a he's a dope videographer. Um, you know, like for instance, JV, cool cat, comes around, comes kick it. I, I consider him primo, but right. he's more of a uh, he. We freelance him, you know. Like right. so, like right. when we need something, he comes in. We pay him. He does the work, and you know that's yeah. that's kind of how it goes. But shout out JV, man. He's cool people. Right. One of the nicest guys I've ever met. Just yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. So, let's talk a little <clears throat> bit more about Aurora, and then we're gonna circle back to primo. The time is now eight forty-five a.m. Sure. Um. You're a Tomcat. Well, you're an East Aurora guy. Tomcat, yeah. Um, you got no love for West, West Aurora? There's no, uh, no, I mean, I, like I said, I believe in You ain't going to speak no... <laughs> I mean, no, yeah, I'm in downtown, man. That's 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 the middle. That's the middle yeah. right there. <laughs> but yeah, no, shout out Tomcats. Um, El Tio or Jalisco? Oh, that's... Wow, that's a good question because you know what? I told Jali- you I had the question, yeah, bro. Jalisco, <laughs> I loved Jalisco because I just grew up on it. Right. And But El Tio is like the spot now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I go there it all came, the- It came up kind of with a little social boost, too, because it wasn't really the spot. It uh-huh. was just a place some certain people went, maybe. Yeah. But now it's like packed. It's, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm satisfied after every meal, like every meal. So it's like I've gone there probably maybe three, four times in the last, you know, Mm-hmm. Couple weeks or so, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm gonna say Otio, honestly. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Uh, I fucks with Otio too. Yeah. I love they got uh their sauce is so good, man. It's yeah. just it's a really cool place. Yeah. Um, are there, are there things that well, what products does Premium have? So, um, so right now we have uh, sneakers, you know, um, vintage, and when when I say vintage, people like like oh well like it's like. You know, like stuff you find at the thrift store. Oh no, this is like real, like dope vintage. Like the T-shirts are like 1994. You know, like let's say a uh, a boxing fight. You know, Mayweather mm-hmm. or I'm not Mayweather. You know, like Oscar de la Hoya fight. You right. know, so it's like um, so it's like really dope vintage. Like it's I consider it like vintage streetwear. Like right. there's a whole there's a whole like army of vintage people. You know, right. Um, we carry so I said sneakers, vintage, hype streetwear. Um, you know, like accessories, and then uh, we're building a recording studio, um, so we'll offer uh, the services of, you know. Okay. Yeah. Good. Um, now, give a website. We do. It's uh, primoonline.com. Primoonline.com. You yeah. guys have, are on Facebook. 
We are. And uh, Instagram handles? Instagram is Primo46. If you're uh, looking for just uh, clothing or like shop, it's Primo Shop. Or uh, we are doing a lot of things with the sports. We got a lot planned. It's called Primo Sports. Okay. Um, what's the best thing Aurora has going for it? Um, I think uh, Aurora's starting starting to finally realize their potential. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there's you know there's a few odd ones out that are like you know still hate Aurora or whatnot. But like, yo, this this city. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? I just there's people that still think that Aurora's stuck on its ways. You know. Oh. Which which oh, I agree. I, I, which I get it. I, which I, get I agree. It. I agree I to it. a certain extent, and that's where we can change it. You know. Right. But the potential is still very much there. You know what I'm saying? Like. I consider Aurora like the Austin, Texas of Texas. You know, like it's like, like, hmm. yeah. I mean, Austin, Texas. I mean, they're big in in, in the streetwear culture that we're in. They're big in like culture. I didn't think about that. I've been to Austin. I had a good time in Austin, Texas. Oh yeah. Hmm. How was it? It was nice. Yeah. Yeah. I had. I had. Uh, I've been to Austin. I've been to San Antonio, Texas. Okay. Each time I've ever been to Texas was nice. Texas yeah. is cool. Texas has a nice flow to it. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Texas. Yeah, you know, it, so, shit was fun. Shit was so good about Domo, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just playing. No, um, what do you, so yeah, I just, I just see, I mean, you know, it's the second biggest city mm-hmm. in Illinois. Um, you know, they're building that beautiful, you know, like, uh, what's it called? The, uh. River Edge? Yeah, River Edge Park. River Edge and all Park. That. They got the bridge going across. A bridge across, connecting, all that. you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, that's that's all around downtown area, and, and that's just like, they're building a bunch. You know, there's a lot of outside money coming in, which a lot of people are not agreeing with, but, um, you know, it's, there's there's agree, you know, there's there's pros and cons to a lot of things, but, um, yeah, I mean, I just believe it's going to really develop. I mean, it, 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 hasn't, it hasn't lived up to its potential. I mean, there's so much potential here. Right. And, um, I mean, if people knew, so here, I'll put it like this. If people knew outside of, like, let's say if someone lives in, like, Wisconsin and he's an investor. If he knew what was going on in Aurora, he would jump on it. That's right. that's what I would like to put it. And um, a lot of people are not, not seeing that. Like, this is going to grow, like, faster than we think. You know, maybe it's slow right now, but, it, you know, you pick up speed and, and it's going to pick up really fast, in my opinion, you know. Um, and, and, yeah, like I said, I think it's a hidden gold mine and... The potential is there. What do you think about the um, protests still taking place all throughout the uh, country? Yeah, there's um, you know in in towns and cities that are kind of closer to us now. You know, well, kind of outliers too. You know, places like Skokie and Plainfield and all that, Sandwich and all that. What do you think about like the sustained protests that are going on that seems to have no end to them? Yeah, but yet we still see. Injustice popping off every single day. Yeah. Um, well, um, I, if protests are going to lead to change, I'm all for it. You know what I'm saying? If, right. if it's if it's organized, if it's if it's educational, most right. importantly, because I feel like there's people that are just not educated on topics. You know, and, and instead of like belittling people, let's educate them and 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 just unify as one to make change. You know. Right. So I do believe. Um, if if the protests are, are making change, then I'm all for it, and let's continue them, and let's let's not let it die down, you know. Um, no, I'm feeling that. I'm yeah. feeling that. Yeah. Um, you know, there's people that say we need to go back. We need when's things gonna get to normal? Well, maybe they're not. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, if we've been talking about having social justice and making that change in society, then it needs to happen. You know, the, the people that say by all means necessary, well, that needs to yeah live up to. Such a slogan. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, if I can be real, I don't think 
uh, it's, it'll ever go away. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think there's always going to be uh, some evil in this world. You know that? And that's, oh, where, sure. that's where, you know, like, there, we need heart transformation. You know, like, our people's hearts need to change, you know, because this is... This is just this is something that can get better, you know, and it will get better through all of this all of this action. Sure. But at the end of the day, you know, there's you know, there's heart contamination, you know, that's 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 at the end of the day as as people we need to we need to recheck our heart, always check our heart. What 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 is in our heart, you know? Is it is it is it evil, is it good, is it like is it hatred? Like continue to check our heart and, and that will lead to, you know, change and and uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think it'll ever go away. There's always gonna be some type of hate, some type of evil in the world, and and uh, not to get too deep into it, but um, no, go there, <laughs> submarine, dog. We going there. Yeah. <laughs> go in, bro. But, but yeah, um, let's enlighten one another. Let's, I mean, let's educate one another because um, you know, the people might have grown up in a, in a household that was, you know, you know, like full of hate, you know, and, right. and, and it's like, yo, like, it's not the kid's fault that, like, now, now he's maybe an adult, and he's growing up with hate in his heart, like, yo, like, let's, let's try to educate them, let's, 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 instead of, like, belittling, let's, let's give him love, you know, like, let's give him love, let's, let's show him what love looks like, and I believe in just, like, through that, we might not be able to change the world, but we could change our communities, we could change our households, you know, it, it's, it stems from your surroundings, and, and the more we can change our surroundings, it's just like, it's like, you know, when you skip a rock yeah, and you skip it and I just like to think of like, you skip a rock and you don't, let's just say continued, you know, you mm-hmm. don't always see where it's going, but you can hope that it lands somewhere good, you know, so right. like, you can speak words of encouragement to this, you know, 12 year old kid. And you might not, you might not see him like, but that moment could have changed his life. Right. So I believe in just changing an individual one at a time you know like everybody that comes into our shop everybody this is something that i've created it's i you know and i and i've implemented into my team i said yo everybody that comes into our shop no matter who they are no matter if we don't think they're buying you offer them a bottle of water right you know what i'm saying and that's like wow i've they're offering me a bottle of water that's you know and that's just like yo like show them show any that they're you know that they're that they that they exist right you know and that they're that they're human that you know, so the bare minimum of decency. Bare, yeah, bare minimum of decency. People, that goes a long way. It, it goes does. a long way. It does. Um, the time is now eight fifty three a.m. And we gotta pack in a couple more questions here. Which, uh, for those of you tuning in just now, tuning in, we are live uh, with Gio Rodriguez, one of the owners of Premill. Who is the greatest rapper? <laughs> I can't believe you asked me. This. Who ever lived? <clears throat> Man. I feel like at this moment, this, at least. I, I feel like if I answer this, I'm gonna get crucified. <laughs> Come on, man! Hey, have, you I gotta a, be. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> I personally think Drake is the goat. Honestly, I'm. Mm. I'm. I think he's the goat. I'm a big. Yeah, you was gonna get crucified. Yeah, y'all heard. I'm him. a big. Yeah, I'm a, <laughs> y'all heard the man. I'm a big Tupac fan. I'm a big Kanye fan. Oh, I'm a big Jay Z fan. Before Drake came in uh, to the picture, even a couple years ago, I said Jay Z was the goat, the greatest of all time. Um, uh, but it's, I mean, honestly, I'm starting to like Kanye a little bit more than Drake. I'm just liking his style. Mm-hmm. I'm liking what, who he is. Um, he's, you know, he's making a, I don't know if it's secular or non-secular music, but he's, I don't know which one, which term it is, but now he's doing that. But um, yeah, I mean, Drake is like, man, he's he's not stopping. He's on. I mean, I don't think there's ever been someone this hype for this long. I mean, he started in 2008 or mm-hmm. 2009 is when he came out into the picture. But I've been over him since MySpace. Oh. MySpace days, but um, 
man, he's... MySpace, throwback. Yeah. 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 And, and see, what people don't get about Drake is that, like, he's, um... <laughs> I'm gonna go on. I, let me let me let me concise this. Okay. Yeah, you got. You can yeah. go in, but we gotta. Yeah, I'm gonna concise this. But man, listen to comeback season. Listen to like songs like number fifteen. Like like there's a lot of Drake Drake songs that people don't know that has bars and like he's just he's just he's talented. He, I mean he's the man. I mean so yeah. I personally think it's Drake. Don't crucify me for it, but I, I think no. It's that's great. up to the listeners. That's yeah. a, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's up to the listeners. But no, it, uh, honestly, it is one of the purposes of this show. Yeah, to give free reign and thought yeah. to the person that we're interviewing mm-hmm. and have them answer those questions themselves, whatever oh, yeah. it may be. Oh yeah, I'm gonna it's keep up for stuck. the audience to decide. Yeah. Um, should Drake do a song with Takashi? I personally don't think so. I don't think so either. <laughs> no. Uh, Here's what I do like about Drake. Yeah. Uh, well, besides Jumpman, like Jumpman was, <laughs> I still to this, that's the shower song. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's like for real, like you know, you phone be, on the counter right there and just you Jumpman, be, Jumpman, Jumpman. You be, you be jumping in the shower. <laughs> Hold it down, V. Hold that shit down. Um, but one of the things that I like about Drake is that he is um, he is flexible. And he does flow with oh, yeah. the time, um, and that's something that he has that Jay Z has had too. You know, Jay Z was consistently staying um, in the stream and uh, relevant, yeah. what have you. Yeah. Uh, the time is now eight fifty six a.m. So, um, how would you rank our city services? And this is separate from. Everything else we talked about and all the content, all the context that we talked about it. Yeah. This is just that's a you know a, a, a naked statement. Yeah. How would you rate our city services on a scale of one to ten? Well, can you can you um, be more specific about city services like oh, our, you- our um, uh, traffic tickets, police, uh, city hall, how fast it takes to pay your ticket, how. Many yada yadas you get the street lights, the potholes, the uh, yeah, the people with the plant and the flowers, all the way to the guy who's picking up trash with the yellow vests on. Yeah, fire department, ambulance that that includes all of it. Yeah, I would give it like a, um, I would give it like a four, four okay. and a half maybe. Okay. Um, and again, there's room for improvement. So right, I I always keep that in mind. I mean, you know, I rate a lot of things in that area because I believe there's room for improvement. You have no tattoos. I have one. You do? Yeah. Where? In my back shoulder. It's oh. a, it's it's actually a pre mill stork. Okay. Yeah. Oh nice. Yeah. Oh the oh I like the stork. It's the, the stork. stork is fly. Yeah. The stork is fly. Yeah. Um that's the one on the door uh when telling people to wear a mask. Yeah. When they come in. Yeah. yeah that's really fly. Well yeah, that that was our original logo. Well, I mean still it's our original logo. Before the wings? Before the wings. Really? Yeah. I mean the it, the the wings came from that, that uh stork. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. So I tattooed it on myself to like make sure I did not give up. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like I'm living this shit. (laughs) I'm dedicated. No, that's what's up. That's the uh, honestly. If people would do that even metaphorically, yeah, maybe they wouldn't have given up when. uh, Yes. You know exactly. Yes. You got to be that dedicated to it. Exactly. You you got to be. If you're not, if you're not eating that shit. If you're not living it, if you're not breathing it, yep. are you really doing it? Nope. Nope. Right. It's, 
I mean, I'm talking like you, like I'm, I want to sleep at HQ, you know, like right. pre-mill, right. just because I want to be that right. dedicated. You know, I want to. I've seen you sleep there before, too. You've seen yeah, me sleep yeah. there. I know you have. His yeah, brother came out with socks on, like, B, it's like 5 in the morning. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. Exactly. And, um, you know, I read this, again, back to my quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, I read it in the book, Think and Grow Rich. It was like, uh, what did it say? He left, himself, he left himself no room for retreat. It was either win or perish. Word up. So, yeah. Word up. Um, the time is now 8.59 a.m. So the show ends off with a... Uh, positive note the yeah. show and its inception and all about it is to speak truth to power and yeah. positivity um what is a positive message before we get out of here yeah that um the uh listeners yeah and people can take away from uh geo rodriguez and primo yeah um man pursue pursue your wildest dreams um i know that sounds cliche but Man, you never know what you can really do, you know. Um, get the right people around you because the people around you are either going to, you know, help you grow or, or help you stay stagnant. Word up. And, um, you know, make sure, uh, you know, I, I believe in, in keeping keeping your faith first. Faith in God first, before, above all, because he'll get you through the uncertain times. He'll get you through the hard times. Um, I mean, it's been, it's, it's been a hard time for us. But it's also been a really, really good time for us. So sure. it's like, so he's gotten us through these hard times. You know, we 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 faced the the pandemic in our first year of business. We faced the pandemic, right? And then the riots, right. you know. And I kept I kept my faith first, you know. And um, and we just broke our 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 sales record for the day um, a few days ago. Good. So congratulations! Keep your, thank you. Keep your faith first, and all else will fall into place. Um, surround yourself with people that care about you, that encourage you, that uplift you, uh, and uplift others. Right. Uplift others because you have uplift the people around you, and it's it's like uh, Jay just like Jay Z says, um, nobody will fall because you will be each other's crutches. It's Word one up. of my favorite lyrics by Jay Z. Like if everybody. Oh yeah. Um, that's on volume one. Yep. Yep. It's like. Yep. Nobody will fall because we won't be each other's crutches. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's volume one. Yep, that's yep. volume one. Oh, yeah. Oh, volume one is my sh- Yeah, dude. Good Morning Aurora may have to be a longer show because this is... <laughs> damn! <laughs> now I'm wondering because that was an album. Yeah. God, that was the hardest album. I'm, Jay-Z's golden. Yeah, Reasonable Doubt was my ish. Um, but, yeah, nobody will fall because everyone will be each other's crutches. I'm trying to think of how that yeah, that like, went on like, after that, the rest if, of that if bar. Every team, if every dude in your team is... Oh, I forgot how it goes, man. We're- if every nigga in your clique is rich, your, your clique is rugged. Nobody would fall because everyone could be each other's crutches. Yeah. Um, I can't think of the rest of that bar, though. But but what up, baby? Yeah, that is the jam. That is the jam. We <laughs> over time, though. We over time right now. So, look, let's... I guess we know a part two is official. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, for the positivity on our side, uh, good morning, Aurora, always. Just wants people to know to just double down on the good and keep erasing and blocking out the uh, uh, the negative and what's bad. As long as we just keep the uh, positive vibes going, each one teach one, you know what I'm saying? Put our best foot forward. That's uh, that's our message for the day. You know, let's just keep increasing the peace out there. Um, but it was a pleasure. Time is now 9.02 a.m. It was a pleasure to have you on the show Thank this you. morning, my brother. Appreciate you, uh, bro. We look forward to seeing you back on the show again. When we hit the, you know, I mean, it's right. 
<laughs> I feel it's you. levels to this ish. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, shout out to in- Nick, the engineer behind the boards and all that. Um, but on behalf of Good Morning Aurora, we want to tell all of you, peace out, be blessed, and have a wonderful Thursday. We out. Oh, pro-gun, pro-like, you know, super Second Amendment and all yeah. that shit. And they live in, like, really nice neighborhoods. But all of their stuff is like, okay, they got, they buy a gun, they at the gun range three times a week, and yeah. all they post is like, protect your house, protect your kids, protect yeah. your family. So, and then like, they hit me up like, hey, Curtis, you should take the concealed carry course to get the class. And it's like, fam, I am security. Like, I yeah. like, I just don't live in a world, and they live in like nice, like, houses and and good yeah they're, they're always looking leaking out and all kind of shit like they got more guns friends. than a motherfucker and that's the thing too is like all, most of the people that I know that are like that are anti-black lives matter which makes no sense to me because I'm like this is literally overreach of the government stomping out peaceful protests just, but just because you don't like the, pro- the peaceful protest you don't give a shit you know you're the one that would, that's up in arms about the constitution but you don't want to defend it when it really comes time down to it right you know Oh, yeah, that's real. Like, 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 if this were a protest for for guns rights, there would be cops shot in the fuck. Like, there's you can't you. There's too many Americans. There's too many Americans. You can't police all of them. That's why peaceful protests are so easy to fucking keep under control and box people in the city blocks and mass arrest them. Man, that's new. Principal factor. Crazy. Nah, yeah, man, I feel you though. I feel you. Feel you. Well, yeah, he's just one of—he just appears to be one of many. With that same, with that same, same mind frame, man. It's, same it's, with my boss. Dude. But see, that's the thing. It's that's there is a there is a benefit to that though, because like those people, you should be able to identify those kind of like the kind of person who can explain away why seven-year-olds should be locked in cages. Yeah. Right? Like, the kind of person who can, well, well, well let's look at it this way. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like I, I like knowing yeah, like, where okay, those no, people are. No, yeah, no, no. like, yo, you were, like, that's the enemy right there, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was telling uh, one of the homegirls about that, like, um, when I would go to, uh, go to church or something, right? And I, you know, you go there and it's like, you know, old people, and you talk to him and shit, and then this is, you know, I would know him and everything, talk to him before the child separation and all that. So then now, you know, you see him on a Sunday, and like, you know, the conversation turns to that or whatever, and and yeah, these people can articulate, like, why they're not cages. Yeah. Oh, those aren't cages, um, or, you know... Any kind of thing, and it's like, yeah, damn, these well, old well, ass shit. They broke the law. Right. That's what I keep hearing. Well, just don't break the law if you don't want to get shot by the cops. It's like, but, but what? Sometimes people have to sell drugs, dude. Sometimes people have to, or you're born into that lifestyle. You know, you don't choose who your parents are. But sometimes we're not even talking about interactions with police where motherfuckers is getting shot. We're talking about interactions with police where motherfuckers is. Pumping gas and all kinds of obscure shit. That's the thing. We talked about that. It's yeah, not. Yeah. It's like okay, for, forget the gunshots and the crips and the bloods and all that shit. It's it's 
You know? Yeah. Forget all that. It's it's the motherfuckers pumping gas. People uh so no the, seat belts. The fucking Brianna Taylor. The Brianna Taylors, yeah. That that that's that's the shit where people that's why people don't well people of color don't like police. That's why. This thing sounds like shit. Let me scared there for a moment, dog. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Ah <laughs> oh, shit. I just always do it on the metrics. Yeah, just let me know where we're going from here. Nah, just keep going. Cause uh and actually gonna hit the uh, little Walgreens up here with them shits. Uh, but, but then you hear, oh, but, but statistically it's so insignificant. It shouldn't happen at all. That's what's crazy, because like, the same people... Why do we justify with numbers? The same people who tell you that, well, if you look at the numbers, more white men die at the hands of police than uh, black people. Those same people are the same people who like believe that Although dodging the draft five times, Donald Trump, Donald nobody respects the military yeah. more than Donald Trump. Yep. I mean, this that's why I be saying, like, yo, sometimes, I, I, like, low-key. Oh, dude, you haven't heard what the I Democrats I love talking do. to, like, these people. <laughs> their minds are just completely, like, flipped. It's strange. Like, I kind of get a kick out of talking to them. That's oh, why too. I still have so many, like, friends who are still like hardcore Trump supporters because I'm not like I'm not judging them and hating them like I'm kind of just like fascinated how yeah this dude is really right the mental gymnastics like yo he really he's really not even drinking his beer no more his beer getting warm and he here telling me that that whatever the fuck you know all of their shit it's just gross, man. It's hard yeah, to this see. Place this place has changed down here a little bit. Well, no, nah, that's still there. Oh shit, that place is good. But yeah, like down here, you know, this is another area of like blatant racism. Oh yeah. When yeah, I used to live it's here, like systemic and shit. Like, did you read the article about the woman from the the eighties talking about what it was like growing up and going to school in uh, in Naperville, like nineteen eighty four? No, I've I've seen a few, but uh, my dad used to like. Back when this lot of this area was just uh, you know nothing. Damn, they painted all that too. That's crazy. Yeah. It looks way different yeah, now. That looks good. nice. Um, my now my dad told me stories about it too though, like because he used to come out here and ri- uh, ride bike and jog because yeah. it was a lot of a lot of trail and all that other kind of shit. Yeah, dude. This uh, this guy I work with, he was telling me that his dad used to come. Uh, he used Hop to- in your right lane. That was kind of good. And then hit a right. No, um, my 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 boy I work with, he uh, he grew up here, and his dad grew up here, and he he said that he used to tell him stories about when his dad was a kid, and before everybody had a bunch of guns and stuff, they would walk like a couple towns over with baseball bats and get into fights with all the black people and shit, like at the train tracks and whatever. And I'm like, damn, that was like fifty fucking years ago, you know? Like that that wasn't even like that that long ago, you know? Like shit where where you're hearing like yeah, people's no. parents get it, like. I'll tell you a story. Hit this Walgreens. I'll tell you a story like where I grew up at. Damn. Um, in Harvey, like one of the next towns over, Blue Island, yeah. like we would get into fights with white boys there. You know what I'm saying? Because like Blue Island had beggars pizza. It had like, you know, a little bit of cool shit to do. And yeah, but Blue Island's like a mostly like white area. 
Yeah, like that's. Like, but it wasn't like the you know it wasn't like the nineteen sixties. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like the civil rights era and all that. You no, know? but dude, that's just so happens today. Mississippi, like, there was a video of a dude in a Walmart and everybody's calling 